building business leaders of tomorrow today. I am your host, Montana. Got your co-host here. Like every week is Vernon. Woo woo. I got to get my woo woo out. Okay. Good afternoon, KZ audience. Good afternoon, block members, the whole business world. Um, what we got to talk about today? We got some good news for them. We got today? a lot of good news. A whole, whole bunch. Heap okay. of news. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. All right. Let's go over old stuff. Old, old, old news. So last Recapping week. Recapping last week. <laughs> last week we had, we ended the last business class, right? Right. We had graduation. Mm -hmm. And we also started, or we in the middle of our new business class, right? Uh, we talked right. about a lot of different issues. And one of the things I like about our class mm -hmm. is that they tend to bring up things in this class that uh, you don't necessarily get in college. Right. Okay, when you're in your accounting class, macro, microeconomic class, uh, your business class and business law class, people out here in the street, uh, when they experience and they're going through their walk, they have things that they're not necessarily taught in those classes and they bring it up in our class. Right. So before we get to that, because you, you're getting to some points here, and okay. it's, it's getting ready to sound good, um, let's talk about our uh, announcements. Let's get the announcements out the way. Okay. All right. So announcements for today, today. And I uh, want to send shout outs first. Um, shout out to all the block members. Oh, is this, the, is this one of the flyers? <laughs> all right, one of the flyers we have. So we're backtracking. We got a flyer. Introduce this flyer, the money paradigm. Okay, this is the money paradigm. Um, and and you, you, if you could put that back up for me real quick. The money paradigm is, uh, is our seminar that we have in on December, what day is that? December 14th and 15th at 9 a.m. to 3. A two-day event. Um, and what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about uh, the four most important assets to use, to own and use, okay? Uh, with the last one being that privatized banking. Privatized banking is going to be super, super wonderful. It's going to help you achieve what we call quantum wealth. Okay, so remember that is the paradigm, the money paradigm uh, seminar by Blot that will be at 503 East 200 Street, Euclid, Ohio, 44119. We will have a DJ there by the name of DJ No Request. DJ No Shout Request. Shout out to you, John Turner, DJ No Request. Uh, it will be catered, and we hope to see a lot of you there. Right. Tickets are on sale now, so you can register um, with me. You can call me at 216-815. Oh, here's my camera. 216-815-7300 to register. Um, one ticket is $130. Per person is $250. So get your tickets. Um, we don't have that many tickets left. So if you want to come to this Money Paradigm seminar, let me know. Give me a call so I can go ahead and register you. All right. So also, um, we have Urban uh, Chamber of Urban Business is having a business uh, networking event on Wednesday, October the 23rd from 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. at the Huff Multiplex Center. The address is 8555 Huff Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio, 44106. So if you're looking to start a business, um, looking to structure your business, things like that, looking to do marketing, um, come to the Multiplex Center, bring your ideas, your business plans, your business structuring and then basically you can ask us questions and we can help you with that 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 um those questions um also there's a black class that's going to be starting this sunday october the what day is that the 13th sorry 
October 13th at 1 p.m. So it's going to be a Sunday, October 13th at 1 to 4. So if you want to register for that class, give me a call again, 216-815-7300 to um, register for that class if you want to become a nonprofit and a for-profit structuring. So it's a seven-week training program that will be starting there. Also, if you want to uh, want to do real estate, we have a real estate training program starting November the 6th, and that's a Wednesday at 6 p.m. So we're going to be doing real estate all over again. So you guys missed the first one. Now is your second chance to get to the second uh, training. Um, give us a call at the same number, 216-815-7300. And what else we have? Oh, Monday. If you want to um, come to a block training course on Mondays, our next one is going to start in um, – November, so November the 4th at 6 p.m. And let's see, I think that's about it. I think I got all the announcements. That it? You sure? That's um, it? Let me see. Uh, I think it's this. Shout out, I'll give a shout out to Astro Wealth. Uh, shout out to all the block members. I think I, I said that. A shout out to who else? And all the instructors. All the instructors. Ready to start it again. Right? I hope you motivated. Uh, we had a wonderful turnout with that real estate class. And I am happy to announce that we already have members that are now real estate investors after seven weeks and making money wow. already. Uh, we got new members that already approached good opportunities. Um, and they're in the middle of those opportunities right now. Some of them are hit and miss, but we got a lot of hits. So that's good. All right. So All right. This, this real estate class, when you're done, you have immediate opportunity to make money. That's what I love about the structure that Marvin, Chad, and Carlos has put together. I'm looking forward to this Wednesday meeting. Okay. So I'm back on. All right. So pretty much let's get to what you were discussing. What, did we do all the announcements, the flyers? I'm going to do, oh. do one more shout-out, okay? One more shout-out, okay? Yeah, we're having a fish fry. Fish fry. Yeah. Fish the, fry. The cues are having a fish fry. All right? So the flyer is up. We have a fish fry by Zeta Omega chapter of Omega Sci-Fi. Thrown by my line brothers, the Always Ready 15. That will be at the Zeta Omega house, 15435 St. Clair Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44110. That's right. this Friday, October 11th, 4 to 7. Remember, that is at the Q house on St. Clair this Friday, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. It will be perch, no tilapia. Sides will be coleslaw, french fries, and perch. All right, I'll see you there. Look at a side as a perch. Oh, that's and the bar up. will be open. The bar? The bar is going to be, y'all heard that, right? The bar <laughs> will be open. So, all y'all drinkers out there, let's come get some fish. Oh, come on now. Hey, now, uh, one more shout out to my my, my brother, my line brother, Woo! Blake, Kelvin Blake, for designing these flyers. Yeah, that flyer is real nice. It, it makes you hungry. It makes you want to go get some perch. We keep him busy. Right. <laughs> All right, now um, let's get on to it's the. It's a walkathon, uh, right? You got yeah, it's a walkathon. I get that one later. Okay. 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 So let's talk about business. Let's talk about it. Okay, so we've been having a lot of members that didn't come into this class. Now that's talking about like why I think certain things don't happen with our business owners. Okay. Why we don't see old businesses that used to exist around here yeah. just go away. All right. And why is it that uh, businesses uh, don't get the proper investment today like they used to do back then. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm answer. We're gonna talk about both of those separate. Okay, so the All first right. one is right. why why aren't the older businesses here? And I have a few different reasons, but I like I want to know your opinion. 
why are the older businesses not here anymore? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, some of the older businesses, maybe the owners have died out and the family did not, you know, the kids didn't want to take the businesses and, you know, work them. Um, some of the businesses probably were sold to different corporations or they just went bankrupt and fizzled out. Okay. Um, the thing that, that I've heard ever since I was uh, a teenager was that, you know, we, we sold out to uh, the bigger corporations in the neighborhood when the, when the neighborhood or the community owned the business. That means someone in the community owned the business. We wind up giving it away to somebody that was outside of the community. Um, and then recently I've learned, you know, especially by being in this profession now, is that that's not always the case. Of course, they did sell out because they wouldn't own it, but it wasn't because they sold out, quote unquote. It was because that they outgrew <clears throat> or outaged the business, if that okay. makes sense. Out-aged. They got too old to run it. And then the question is, um, why did they not pass it to their kids or something like that? And there's no reason why we should shame these people that sold their businesses so they can go ahead and retire or sit at home because they're not able to run these businesses anymore. Well, some, but well, Some of the businesses, uh, maybe the business had financial issues yeah like the money was mismanaged and pretty much um taxes tax issues or um they was doing something that was you know not beneficial to the business making wrong decisions that Um, that too but this is what i'm saying man i want to talk about those that ran a successful business that lasted a long time and they couldn't carry on no we're not gonna say names no um and these were good folks and and I, I don't think it's fair that our community beat up on them because they had to go out of business and okay. sell to right. right you know to some different people outside the community um and what we have to realize is that we have to teach our kids going forward the true value of our business if we're running a business it is very very important that we teach our kids their friends our other family members that are growing up, right. the, the real value and the sweat equity that was put into this business so they can desire to carry it on. A lot of these people had no no choice. You got an 80-year-old woman running a, a corner store, and she don't have a son, a grandson, a nephew, or a niece to carry on the business because they've been busy consuming off the business and not uh, being ready to take over the business. That makes sense? That makes sense, yeah. Okay, so now when we start talking about um, new investors or new business owners, now it's starting to make sense to me is that when I look at my grandfather's business and I look at the businesses that he had put together and how much work he put into there, the people that are coming to put together businesses today, they're not ready to invest the time and sweat equity that he did in his business. Everybody that is coming in, and I'm going to say more than less, people that are coming to try to start business, they're looking for a fly-by-night situation. Right, right. Okay? They don't think yeah. it takes that much. What's your opinion on that? Mm-mm. Well, from the class, um, like we always talk about that microwave mentality. People want something easy, like help me set this up. I want to make money. Now, the thing about it is when people start making money, they get into habits. Um, they start getting into bad habits. They start off 
with the goal of, okay, I'm going to manage my money right. I'm going to keep good bookkeeping records and things like that. And then some get sidetracked. Some get messed up. Some get uh, put along the wayside or whatever. And then in their business, they start developing more bad habits. They're teaching their um, employees the bad habits. And then the employees will try to come in and do things that they're not supposed to do either. So when it's not being caught, it's like, okay, I'm getting away with this. And pretty much, you know, as long as I'm not, you know, I'm getting away with it, nobody's going to catch me. But then eventually the business go out of business. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, with nonprofit, of course, nonprofit is maybe one of the easier but difficult things to start as a nonprofit because you don't know what policy and procedure is. You just want to start this nonprofit and say, okay, I want to help in the community and I want to do it this way. And then my nonprofit is going to help doing this, youth program, adult, senior care, veterans, things like that. And they don't know the logistics of, okay, in that nonprofit, you cannot do certain things. So if you do certain things in this nonprofit and the IRS is watching you or the attorney general is watching you or they got some, you know, fly-by-night person that's coming in and monitoring your nonprofit for years, they will bring that up um, in court. You will have some issues in court cases. Mm -hmm. And things. That's why people come to the training class and get trained on the do's and don'ts of the nonprofit, as well as the for-profit um, structure, because I think they go well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I'm always say about us: stay learning. Right. We always right. teach our members to keep learning. All right. Um, and and as we do that, we keep learning and we seek more knowledge and we try to structure our business you got to be open-minded to some of the things that you have to do because a lot of people come to us because what they want to start a business why do you want to start a business right uncapped income right mm -hmm. all right when you think about uncapped income this is stuff that has a real value to it people will pay for income so you start a business for uncapped income, then take it as serious as you not just having an interview with somebody else. If you're working with somebody, they structured that for you so they can pay you. So if you got to do that, and I tell our members all the time, what's that? That you have to be double-minded kind of or bipolar in a sense. I joke around with that. But seriously, you have to be the boss and the employee. Right. So at, at some point during the week that you have to make boss decisions, and then some other time during the week, you have to be the employee where you have to carry out the duties uh, and still be the boss of other employees. Right. Right. Uh, the other thing that you have to realize is that you don't build a business just for it to last just for a short amount of time. You get you a little bit of money, then you go on about your business. You have to have <clears throat> or I would encourage you to build it for perpetual existence, perpetual existence, meaning that uh, not only are you building this business to make current income. But you're making it so you can have retirement income, and then you're building it to have legacy income. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, and also with the businesses, people are just stuck on, to me, um, I'm get my business up and running, make the money, and then I try to pass it on to my family. And then not knowing um, there's other parts of business that can grow with the business. People don't know about, like you said, life insurance. They don't know about stocks, bonds, corporate, muni bonds, things like that, assets, um, investments. They don't know these things. And when they come to the training, it's like, wow, I didn't know my business could do that. I didn't know I can put this into my corporate name. I didn't know that, you know, my family can be well off, at, you know, well after I'm passed away. And it's just like temporary. 
like a temporary fix for right now and then your family is struggling trying to make ends meet. So you can leave a legacy and wealth to the family, to your kids, to your grandkids, to your grand, great, great, great grandkids. So So when we talk about Blot, right? We talk yeah. about Blot yeah. and how Blot is structured. Who who's your ace? Who's my ace? Yeah, who's 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 your 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 right hand man? You the right hand man. Okay. Right. So when when you out of body here, you you know, you retire yeah. or you become decrepit and gotta go oh. sit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm decrepit, okay. What, what, what kind of legacy are you leaving for me? Well, I'm leaving you with a business that can pretty much grow to who knows. Uh you looking at me? <laughs> Oh, so pretty much I'm thinking that you will handle things on the business side for where it take care of my family, it take care of your family, and who else is in the business. Everybody can um, benefit off a of block. It's not no one-man show. It's for everybody. Absolutely. And because I'm so important to Montana, uh, <laughs> we have insurance on me, right? So if something ever happens to me, I become disabled, or, um, or if I pass away prematurely, that Montana will have enough money to pay somebody the amount of money that she pays me to take care of the business because it's hard to replace me, right? It's very hard. It's, very, it could very, be very, very expensive. Hard. I might ask for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very important that you have these type of arrangements put in place, no matter if you're a nonprofit or a for-profit, but you got to have some type of arrangement put in place to where somebody can succeed the business. Um, we're talking about maybe buy-sell agreements, key man agreements, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. disability arrangements. Um, even if you just want to retire from it, you got to have these type of arrangements set uh, and have them in, in place to where you can do as you want to do because a lot of times there are situations that happen that you have no control over. Right. I may get stuck in the Bahamas. Yeah. And you may say, you know what? I say, Montana, I'm not coming back. So we may have, have to have an arrangement where you have to replace me, right? Right. Okay. Um, and that's about business. Um, that's all about how you build a business. Now, with for-profit, for you have to think about business evaluation. I think a lot of us have sold businesses or gave away businesses or diminished a business because we didn't know the real value. Right. And That's a lot important. of times it comes because of you, this do-it-yourself type deal. That do it. Right. Yeah. A lot we of people it. play entrepreneurship, and then they're not real entrepreneurs. So a lot of people play like play house before you get married. <laughs> and how, then you playing. How are you going to say they're the not boss. real entrepreneurs? I wish you would have told me that about 15 years ago when I made that mistake. Yeah, you play not house, but I'm playing like I'm big boss. I'm playing entrepreneur, not knowing the financial aspect, not knowing the real game of the chess get board as far as business development, business structuring. Because when you have a when you're a real entrepreneur and you have a business, you should be having your hair fall out. You worry because you're always making decisions for the business. Um, gray hair sometimes. You see Vernon, he lost all his hair. So, you know, he's been an entrepreneur for how long now? 20 years see that's what happens i'm i'm my hair is growing but now i think i'm starting to get grays in the front so i'll, I'll be plucking them you but it's very stressful but you can be successful that's where everybody want right success yeah. yeah you ain't got to tell my business all like that <laughs> but you're absolutely right um me out there. <laughs> if you if you really if you really want to start a business take it serious uh hire the right professionals right. get you an accountant Make sure that you have an attorney look over some stuff. If you don't have another type of advisor, look at it. 
um, if you're considering buying a business. And I, and I want y'all to know that it is not impossible to buy a business in Cleveland, Ohio. There are business brokers out here. There are lending uh, agencies that will give you money. Yep. Uh, don't be scared of terms. Remember, when you go into business, business is a risk. So you got to go into the business willing to take risk, okay? Um, you don't see people in New York and in uh, Connecticut and all over on the East Coast worried about taking a lot of risk starting a business. You have to take risk if you don't want to be settled with the job that you have. Okay. Good, good advice. All right? Yeah. Okay. So um, what we got going on now, we're going to be revamping the business class a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. So now, in our business class, we will be offering a simplified version. Uh, we, we, we've been playing around with it a little bit, but we will be offering a simplified version of business valuation. That way, the members, when you do your business plan, not only will you know how much income and how, how much risk you take, you will know what type of asset that you are building. Most people don't know if you build a business that's making $5,000 a month, in revenue that it could easily mean that you have a $550,000 asset. Right, right. You know, we have a lot of people that walk away from a business because it didn't make as much as they were making at their regular job. Mm -hmm. And that's that's not fair to you. It's not fair because we're professionals and we owe you that information. You should be knowledgeable about it and we should make it uh possible for you to do business in our community right. and know by knowing these type of things, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, um, so you have anything else to say on that topic before we move on? Well, um, I think that people are responsible to be educated, and they take the easy route out where they don't want to pay for education. They want they want the simplest way, the easiest way. Um, they have businesses where the majority of the business is run by family members, and pretty much. Some businesses, you know, you can you can become successful, but then at the end, then the family members are fighting over, you know, things far as who gets the, the business, who they're fighting over money, things like that, because it wasn't written out in contracts or it wasn't written what happens to the business once that person that founded the corporation, what happens to the family members. So pretty much a lot of people got their businesses structured wrong. And they need to revamp and think about things as far as the business is concerned. Okay, how, what happens with this business once I pass away? Who gets what? What family members in charge? Um, some businesses shouldn't have family members at all. You should have people that can run the business successfully that's not a family member. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have one family member, but the rest is professionals. And that will make it, like, fair. Mm -hmm. so. That's reasonable. I mean, it's valid. Um, last night... I had a late meeting with a client, and um, she told me her story. I'm going to give her a shout-out, but I'm not going to say her name. Um, but we had, a, um, we had a late meeting, and she said, Tyus, I'm not making any money. Now, I know she got some money, but, <laughs> I mean, the way she thinks is she has a, uh, a threshold of how much money that she's going to spend, her net revenue, the whole nine, and um, and in the same breath, she tells me she tells me that there's a business over in Maple Heights that she's thinking about buying for four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Now, when you listen to her story, 
Um, she started off working a job in the U.S. making eight fifty an hour, um, and working that job for seven years until she bought real estate, and later real estate bought the business that she dreams about. Okay, right. and then it bought another business that complemented the business that she dreamed about. Okay. And now she can sit down at her table, and she's still in the community, mm -hmm. but she can sit down at her table and tell me that she's ready to make another move after the age of 65. Wow. That I'm getting ready to make another business move, and I need your help to help me make this decision on a, a $400,000 small business. That is remarkable. That is. Okay. It may not be a lot of money to some, but to be able to make a decision at your leisure, okay, right. at your will, at 65, still have your estate plan in place and feel good about it, that's remarkable. Mm -hmm. I would like to see more of us out here in our community doing the same thing, having the same privilege. But you have to work at it. You have to really work at it and hire the right professionals to help you. All right. All right? So only thing I could say, you guys got um, – if you're looking to become an entrepreneur, if you have questions about anything that we're discussing on the radio show, um, just put it in the chat box. I can look at it and kind of answer some of the questions that you guys may be having. If you're stuck with anything, come to the training class. If you can't come to the training class, let us know. We can always do a Zoom conference. We can conference you in uh, via, um, what's that, the web? Uh, Zoom. Zoom, that's yep. right. Zoom. So you can sit in the class from your own house and still be in the class and learn this good information that we be teaching every week at our blot office. So Okay. So hey, let me get that last flyer up because I want to do one more shout out. The okay. last one. Okay. Yeah, this is the second annual A Walk in Her Shoes. Okay. This was sent to me by a friend named Sherry White. Um, and you can call the register 216-333-1819 extension. Six. If you want to sponsor, that is 216-333-1819, extension 3. This event will be happening on Saturday, October 19th, 2019 at 9 a.m. Uh, you can call that number again to register, um, and, and it is strongly advised or uh, encouraged that if you are a cancer survivor, please attend that. Okay, support that young lady. This is her second annual one. Her and her organization is making uh, a big impact on the community when it comes down to cancer awareness and fighting breast cancer. All right, um, I'm gonna throw out one more. Okay, one more. Here we one go. One more for the cues. All right, cues. All right, that fish fry. Hey, I, I encourage you tonight. If you want to come and 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 get your tickets tonight, I will be at the Omega House tonight. And uh, oh, here's, a, here's a little shout out for Courtney Ricky Jones. Hey, thank you. This is my line brother's wife that gave me a gift. She special me. Uh, I'm going to give her a shout out. Uh, thank you very much. And, hey, look, make sure you get your ticket because, you know, I caught hell from you when I brought you some chicken. And you said, Bird, you know I don't eat no chicken. You so said what? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I can't say what she said, <laughs> but uh, you come and get some fish, okay? You come and make sure that we there, <laughs> all right? I see you and Mr. Jones there, all right? Woo, woo. All right, so what's your, what's your closing? 
All right, give me a B. B. Give me it. No, I was kidding. Okay. All right, so closing is, um, like I said, uh, give the um, if you want to start your own radio show, and you think you have the talent that it takes to become a host of KAZ Radio, give them that phone number. <laughs> That's two one six two nine eight one five five four. Okay, you want to you want your TV show, you want to be a host, you want to call in and ask questions, 216-298-1554, and you will be talking to Larry, Larry James, all right, 216-298-1554. I'm going to have everybody saying whoop, whoop, all right, (laughs) all right, so we are done, how much time we at? Okay, so let's see, let's just recap on... Uh, Monday coming up, um, nonprofit for a profit. Sunday, one o'clock. Hit me up two one six eight one five seventy three hundred if you want to come to that training class. Seven weeks long, so let me know. Um, also, shout out to Chamber of Urban Business board members. Yay! Um, and I think I got that's all the shout outs I have. Oh, real estate next month, November the sixth, six p.m. Hold on. We oh, got this event. Wednesday, now. October the 23rd, Multiplex, 8555 Huff Avenue. If you're looking forward to starting a business or have business questions and trying to develop your corporations. So we'll be out there. Block will be out there. Um, I, I just want to say our names. That's it. <laughs> All right. So see you guys. Tune in next week, next Wednesday at noon with your host, Montana, and your co-host, Vernon. And we'll be here next Wednesday. If you want to come on. Yeah, peace. <laughs>